0: I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. Hello and welcome back to the How To Do Marketing Show. (gasps) Wrapping up 2021, my goodness, where do we start? Firstly, congratulations for surviving yet another year of COVID madness. And uh, with the new strain of COVID just released, who knows what we have waiting for us in 2022. But let's not focus on COVID. It gets way too much airtime, I believe. Um, All I think we need to focus on now is maybe perhaps just trying to reflect and be grateful for reflect upon and and be grateful for some of the good things that happened to us in in 2021 um i know i found it really um, quite difficult to pinpoint events from this year like what when did I go on that conference? When did I meet that person? When did I join this network? Um, because there just doesn't seem to be any kind of markers in the year. Like, And then with lockdowns and things, because it just takes out so much of um, the variation and the diversity that usually happens in a year, you're kind of left with just this blur of week on week on week. So... I had to, you know, it took me a while to actually sit through and go, okay, what can I reflect upon this this year? Um, what actually happened this year compared to what happened last year? Like, when was that? <laughs> um, so this is an exercise. I did it for the first time last year and it's something that a lot of kind of leadership and mindset and, you know, people that work in mentoring and coaching and all of that sort of stuff um, suggest that you do not necessarily for years that um, you experience a lot of disruption, um, like we have in in 2021 and, and 2020. But but just in general, because I think um, particularly when you're an action oriented person, such as myself, it's really easy to set goals or to you know achieve things or to have you know positive moments or amazing moments. Um, to build relationships with people and then kind of move on to the next thing and we don't spend enough time actually kind of going giving ourselves a pat on the back or giving ourselves um an opportunity to kind of sit back and go oh wow look what we did achieve this year or look what went right in in the year Um, And, you know, I would urge you all to do this both in your career or your business in your in your professional capacity, but also in your your personal capacity and you can do it. Um, I mean, we do this quite a bit in terms of like our marketing for clients. So we will look back and go, okay, what worked this year? Like what, this is part of our annual marketing planning for, for a lot of clients. What what actually worked this year? Like what were some of the campaigns where we achieved some great results? What's some of the content that really resonated with our audience? Um, and, then, and then we would do the same in terms of what didn't work this year. You know, what was the content that didn't do so well? What were the emails that didn't get the, you know, good um, open rate? Or, um, you know, what were some of the campaigns that we thought would, would work better? Or, um, you know, maybe review the suppliers that you work with. You know, where, where did we come unstuck a bit with with suppliers um, or, you um, yeah, it, partnerships that you may have entered into or whatever the case may be. Um, I did my review and reflect for 2021. It, it was a mixture of everything because I think that's what 2021 really was. It was kind of this blur of, of professional and, and personal and, and, you know, just being able to really adapt um, what your plans were for the year Um, and any kind of things that you were doing (laughs) um, and be able to go, right, Sydney's going into lockdown for four to five months. Melbourne's going back into lockdown. Um, Travel is affected. Um, You know, this was the first year that regionally we had to wear masks and, you know, now the delight of checking in Um, and then the whole vaccination well I mean it's all gone very well but you know for a lot of small businesses having to deal with having to police that vaccination was was all a bit wild so um but there were some great things that have happened so I'm going to reflect on some of these and I hope that this um provides you with an opportunity to maybe think back on 2021 and um, reflect and be proud of what you have achieved. I'd love for you to do it with your marketing um, and share that with me. If um, if if you can think of any kind of winning things that that really went well, or or some stuff that didn't work so well. Um, okay, here we go. Um, so we we actually completed quite a few marketing plans this year. Um, I love working on marketing strategies and, and plans. And I think I counted that we had worked on 15 all up this year. Um and they're big plans, like these plans take weeks, weeks for us to, to do because they involve a lot of customer research. Um and yeah, they're, they're very, very considered, they're very, very thorough. Um, we do them for our retainer clients and we do them just as a, a standoff, um, a standalone kind of product as, as well. But if you listened to the episode um, last week about how we're doing um, business differently, we're not going to be doing as many of those in, in the future in terms of doing it for businesses. But we're certainly going to teach businesses how to put these plans um, together themselves. Um, yeah, so that's probably the most marketing plans that we've ever done. We we had a run on marketing strategy and marketing plans this year. And as I said, that stuff really lights me up. It's it's heavy work in terms of it takes up a lot of my time to to do them. But, God, I love doing them. I really love doing them. So that was a highlight for me this year to be able to work on so many um of those marketing plans and, um, you know, they're across such a wide range of businesses. Um, So for me, I really love being able to kind of immerse myself into that business and get my head in and really trying to problem solve and come up with the best marketing solution for them. So that was awesome. Um, In terms of giving back, um, again, this is probably one of my biggest years of giving back to charity. So this year... Um, I've managed to donate a total of $7,000 to The Hunger Project. Um, The Hunger Project is who we have partnered with officially as our, I'm just going to call it a a give-back partner if that's a thing. Um, The Hunger Project's goal is to end world hunger. But what I love about The Hunger Project is that, they actually, instead of just kind of turning up in villages, you know, in, in third world countries throughout India and Africa, um, turning up and kind of implementing a, you know, building a new hospital or, um, uh, you know, putting in a new water tank or, or whatever, which is all amazing work as, as well, that's, that's necessary. But they actually work with the people within the village to empower them with the knowledge of how to solve problems around hunger. So that might be how to plant crops. Um, It might be how to start a business so that they can earn income, so that they can afford to buy money for their family. Um, They educate and work with the people in that community to show show them the skills, give them the expertise that they need to end their own world hunger. Um, which I think, you know, A, it aligns with the way that we're doing business differently in 2022, which is empowering businesses with the knowledge of how to do their own marketing. Um, this is a more sustainable, I think, a much more sustainable way to create solutions um, when you show people how to do things as opposed to kind of just turn up and solve the problem for them. Uh, because once you've left, once you're gone, You know, they're still left in the same scenario that they were, you know, before you showed up. Um, So, the Hunger Project do incredible work. The other thing I love about the Hunger Project is the first thing that they do before empowering people with the skills and the knowledge that they need to end their own world hunger, their own hunger, um, is they work on their mindset. So, there's a lot of, um, I guess, everyone, probably a good portion of the people that live in these villages, it's been a poverty cycle. You know, they've, they've, they've been brought up in a poverty cycle um, where they have very, very strong and entrenched beliefs that this is this is their lot, you know, this is just the way it is um, and there is no way to end world hunger, um, that they, they are in a situation where they don't have the power to do it themselves. That's just what they believe. Um, but the Hunger Project switches that mindset and works with them to kind of say, yeah, it is the way that it is now and there's nothing um, that you can do to change that in terms of what's happened in the past, but he- but you can absolutely change the future um, by learning these skills, by taking this approach, by doing things differently. Um, and once you have that belief that you can do things differently once you have that mindset, um, and it's not a positive mindset; it's just a mindset that you believe that that you can make a difference, you can change your situation. Um, you know, it's it's all up from from there. Um, so yeah, so we have donated seven thousand dollars to the Hunger Project, um, and I also raised. $2,200 for the Aminata Maternal Foundation. That was in November, so I walked 125 kilometres. It was with the Accountability Circle. It was um, Nick McClanahan, um, Chan, McClanahan who was on this podcast earlier this year, um, set this up, put a group together, and um, we all walked 125 kilometres in 21 days to raise awareness and the funds for the Aminata Maternal Foundation. Now, the Amanata Maternal Foundation is also um, a charity that helps, um, well, it's mums within the Sierra Leone. So the Sierra, the Sierra Leone is actually one of the most dangerous places to have a baby. There's a lot of um, teenage mums who give birth in really, really unsafe conditions. Um, and because they're so young, a lot of them get very damaged when they are giving birth. Um, and generally that will leave them incontinent, the baby will die. Um, and so to, in order to be able to kind of um, help them, um, the Amanata Maternal Foundation uh, raises money to to um, provide caesareans and safe hospital uh, deliveries and medical staff and caesareans and, and those sorts of things to avoid that but also in the case that they do have a pregnancy where they experience this obstetric fistula, um, which is what it's called, situation is where, where they're rendered incontinent, um, the, the foundation funds the operation to fix that because, of course, once um, they're incontinent, the, the kind of village re- rejects them and, um, I mean, it would be horrible, horrible way to, to live life. So this operation will, will actually... Um, Fix that for them. So, you know, I've had three kids, um, and I've been so fortunate to be able to have them in a nation where we can have safe birth um, of our children, and we have the medical staff and the resources. So, um, it was a great honour to be able to to raise money for that. Um, so what else we had a few first this year with our retainer work um, for dragonflies so we did some work with nature nates honey this year um, they're an american brand but they have an australian product an australian honey product that they um, source from local beekeepers and they had launched just recently into the australian market so we've been doing their marketing this year um, and it's been fabulous. So they're they're quite a big business, really, big business with a small budget because they were launching um, in Australia for the for the first time. Um, and so one of the things that we did, we did lots of fun things in their marketing this year, but one thing that we did do was quite a big influencer campaign. And so we worked with mums groups um, as well as some of the big influencers in that space. Um, and I published a podcast about that recently, the things that we learned from that, because that was certainly, um, a very new way of, of doing marketing and, and something that is a very, very valid and very effective way, um, of, of achieving some of your marketing goals. So, um, that was, that was fun. Um, I recently, this is in no particular order, I recently won the Certified Practicing Marketer of the Year Award. So this is awarded by the Australian Marketing Institute, which is our leading industry body. Um, it's an industry body that I have very much leaned into for the last four years because I was very passionate and still am, I'm still lean into it, um, I'm very passionate about getting a regional presence within these organisations. So a lot of these, not so much with COVID, but now and now everyone's kind of online, but a lot of these institutions and institutes um, tend to be really city, city-centric um, because a lot of their events and everything are held in the cities and I wanted to... Um, help spread some of that reach to the regions and uh, COVID certainly made that a lot easier for me which was great but um, I have been their state chair of the New South Wales committee for the last couple of years Um, I've been a mentor uh, a marketing mentor for the last three years Um, and I'm a head judge and I also enter their awards and I've I've won the small big business, the Small Budget Marketing Award um, in the past. And this year, in fact, last year I went for the CPM Award too. I got to finalist but didn't win. This year I won. Yay! Um, So Certified Practicing Marketer is basically um, just like anyone that's really certified in their profession. You've got to have a certain level of qualifications and experience to be able to uh, be recognised as a, a CPM um, and um, for me, it's about really promoting the benefits of of getting professional marketing advice. There's a lot of people that operate in this space now um, and professional marketers are, I guess, trained to, you know, do their job well. <laughs> um, and I think that's really important for small businesses to be able to tap into that professional marketing skill um because sometimes when you you know there's a lot of um people who are calling themselves marketers that, that are not necessarily marketers and that's where things can sometimes get a, a little bit expensive or not work for small businesses so yeah so to become the certified practicing marketer of the year i was thrilled about um I I'm a professional development addict. I think I have revealed that before um, on this podcast, but I'm constantly doing programs and joining networking groups. So this year I joined the accountability circle. And so there's a group of eight of us that it meet once a month and um, it's a morning um, and we go through key numbers and key um uh, actions and activities that are happening within our business and keep each other accountable. Um, there's a very, very facilitated way of doing this so that it actually works as, as a group and stays as a you know kind of functional activity. Um, and Nick McClanahan runs that and gosh, she does a bloody great job. And the group that I have been paired with are amazing. Um, so that has been fantastic. Um, I'm someone who really, really believes that, um, I personally, for me, I need to surround myself with people who inspire me, who lift me, who educate me, who provide me with a different perspective, um, people who can offer you different connections into different industries, different businesses. Um, so, so joining groups like this is a big, big, big part of my business strategy, um, and I like to be able to kind of join one or two different ones and um, that's a really, really good way of, yeah, connecting with other people, being able to, um, you know, it's a great thing for business development and obviously for getting um, the word out there as well about your business. So that has been excellent so far. That continues into to next year. I also completed the Rising Program with Cathy Burke. Um, and this was an amazing program that took you through nine steps, um, uh, nine steps of like a leadership matrix um, to help you to really um, articulate your, your vision. Um, again, she worked, Kathy is the Queen of Mindset. There's an, there's an episode about that um, as well. I'll drop all of these episodes in the show notes. But she works on your self belief. She she shows you how to be present. You work on your vision, not just for your business, but but your personal vision. You learn how to yield your personal power, how to harness collective action, how to make sure that you're in the environment that you creating the environment that you can succeed within. How to be resilient. Um, how to term success which was a really interesting one for me, Um, and then how you can be generous and and give back. That particular program helped me so much in terms of personal growth, in terms of mindset, Um, in terms of just there was just so many aha moments in terms of even just things like your personal power, like just... Being concerned about the stuff that you do have control over. Um, Collective action, you know, looking for who can help you to achieve your mission and and your vision. Honestly, it was was really quite transformational. So I had the the great pleasure of, of being involved with that. I was also in business club with Business Chicks for a second year running. Gosh, I've met some incredible women through Business Club. Um, such a diverse, such a diverse group. Um, we have fo- like formed really, really strong bonds. Um, there's 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 a few of us that have really, really strong formed some strong bonds. The, as I said, they're from all over Australia. Um, this is networking at its very best. At its very best, these women are incredible. Um, That really lights me up. So that's been amazing. And as part of that, you actually get to go to a retreat. That was one of the highlights of my year. That was back in uh, May, I think, April, May. Um, And it was in Brisbane. And, yeah, two days of just, um, again, immersing yourself with with people that, that lift you. And I also went for the very first time, went to my first business chicks conference, which was held in the Barossa Valley. Uh, Very, very different experience to the business club retreat. It was a conference, you know, very much conference as opposed to, to that retreat style. Um, Business chicks don't do anything by halves. So that was fantastic. And again, quite a different group of of women that went to that because they were quite close together in the year um i was just so pleased that i could get there it was like my first time on a plane for so long um and that must have been just before like a month or so before um we shut down again but it was like just after the the state like it was really so well well timed um so that was that was Brilliant! Um, I think it's always nice to treat yourself in business to those sorts of things, and again, they provide such a great opportunity to network. Um, I met some fantastic women at that um, conference. I yeah, and and it and it was just it was just a really as I said it was, it was well that was also one of the highlights of of my year. Fantastic speech speakers as well. Um, so yeah. Um, couple of big things in terms of the family. Um, My daughter went to boarding school in Sydney for the first time this year. Um, So she was there for the first six months and then she came back for the next five months. Um, But honestly, that was such a treat. So she hung out with my husband, still works at home as well. So there was the three of us all working at home through the day. And we had a great time. We had a great time. She's great company. She would online, you know, she was just doing online schooling. Um, Fortunately, she made some really, really strong friendships in the first six months that she was there and was able to kind of keep in touch with them all online, which was good. So and then, of course, when she went back this year um, and she only returned, obviously, for four or five weeks, um, she was able to pick up those friendships where she left off. So that was That was good. Um, And my son, this has been the last year that one of my kids is in primary school. So um, all three will be at high school next year. My son is just finishing up year six this year. And it is a shame. I mean, it's not like year 12 where they've all missed out on their um, graduation ceremonies. Like that's a real shame. But year six has lots of fun graduation things as well that the girls had that that Henry won't. So that's a bit sad. But, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? <laughs> um, so I've spoken about how I was state chair, how I leaned into the AMI this year. So I was state chair. So I did that for two years. I've actually hung my hat up on that. I'm going to stay on the committee Um, because a very good friend of mine, Zena, um, who has an agency called Paper and Spark, and I met her through the the AMI, she's now taken the chair position um, and I think she'll be a great leader. And I like being on the committee. I just didn't have the capacity to um, lead the committee anymore. So um, stepped aside there. I was head judge again in the marketing awards. Um, I really, really enjoy doing that because you get to see some of, you know, Australia's best marketing campaigns and the thinking behind them, um, which is fantastic. Um, And I was a mentor to the most delightful mentee, Charlotte, her name is, um and she was like honestly if if she represents the next generation of marketers we are totally sorted um she was such a pleasure to meet with once a fortnight um and we had some great sessions and I always get I've got to be honest I always get really paranoid that you know especially for these bright young young stars like oh my gosh like they probably they probably could mentor me um, but we reflected after about, I don't know, five or six months of, of meeting, we reflected upon what she'd learned. Like, you know, we were just making sure that all of the things that she wanted to learn through the program that she had. Um, and she kind of kept, um, I guess saying back to me, all of this stuff that I would said to her along the way and the stuff that had, you know, she'd really taken on board, um, So that was really nice. That was nice to know that um, I was able to provide her with with that guidance. Um, Again, you know, there's so much that you get out of those relationships as the mentor um, and there's so much that you learn along the way. So I was really grateful for that opportunity um, last week, I, if you listen to last week's episode, I spoke about the, the decision to transition my business from agency to education model. Um, again, I'll pop that episode in the show notes. If, um, if you wanted to hear more about that, uh, but that was a big decision this year. Um, it kind of the evolution of that started last year at the beginning of COVID. Um, but I only just kind of got to making that decision just recently. So that was a a big decision. Um, this podcast hit 20,000 downloads, which was very exciting. Um, I, again, I'll be honest, it's a pretty grueling content schedule, getting a podcast published every week. Um, so, yeah, it's good to it was really good to know that I think it, it's being listened to, and I know I get so much feedback from um, you all, and I appreciate that. Thank you, and always so happy to hear it. Um, of course, would love you at this point to uh, head and uh, head over to, to Apple if you're an Apple um, user and, and provide me with a review there <laughs> because that always helps. Um, it just helps other people discover the, the, the podcast. But, you know, always feel free to drop me a line at jane at dragonflymarketing.com.au as well um, to let me know if there's anything that you want to discuss or talk about or anything that kind of really resonates with you. Um, because I love it when I hear it from listeners. Um, what else? Oh, I've also joined empire builders so that's tina towers mastermind that's been part of the reason part of my catalyst to move over to the academy style um the education style um, of service um, for my business because um again you know as i said in the episode last week I feel like I'm able to help so many more small businesses this way um, and work with so many more small businesses and and work towards my mission of getting professional marketing on the agenda for for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Um, And that's been fantastic too. My goodness, that woman has a wealth of knowledge and resources and information. If you're ever looking to go into the world of online learning and course provision. Um, She is a fantastic resource. Um, In terms of staff, I've had one person that I've had to let go, which was awful. That was this year. That that was probably one of the lowlights of my year. I hate having to do that. Um, and it was at a time probably when I was at my busiest, I've, i honestly, I think I did experience a little bit of burnout at that point. Um, fortunately I didn't have to, to, um, deal with, cause I was on my own there for a little while. Um, fortunately that didn't last too long because I then found the most magnificent, um, team member, Sophie, who started with me in May Um, And she's been doing a fantastic job um, and really has been my right-hand woman since then, um, working with a lot of our clients, and she's now also helping me with the social media, with with the How to Do Marketing Academy as well. So that was fantastic. Um, Did get on a couple. Oh, did I get on? I just really went to the conference. I did. We went on one family holiday, which was to Noosa. that was for a week, so grateful that we got to do that because literally the whole of Australia was shutting around us and we, we managed to get our week in just before New South Wales and Sydney and, and Brisbane shut the doors and, and shut down. So that was good. We did have a ski holiday that was cancelled, um, but, again, you know, you book holidays these days, you know, with the, with the expectation that they're not going to happen, so that was all good. Um. I actually had my highest year in revenue this year, um, which I was very very proud of. Actually, um, so that was uh, that was definitely a highlight. And then, yeah, just a, a random thing, but I finally got my professional photos done again after after five years. I had not had photos done for five years, and my God, had I flogged that last round out! Um, but, you know, when you're in professional services and you've got no products or anything to, to show, you kind of have to use photos of yourself quite a bit, um, which I don't love doing, um, but I know it works. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I finally invested in that and have some new photos to get out and about. So, um, yeah, I'm really, really grateful for where I live um, being locked up in or locked down, I should say, um, in COVID. You know the fact that we live in a place where it's relative. It's it's nowhere. It hasn't been as hit anywhere as hard as the cities. We live a block from the beach, a couple of blocks from the beach. Um, it you know it's a nice climate. So if you're going to get locked down and stuck somewhere, this is this is the place to get stuck. Um, very, very grateful for my family, very grateful for my friends and the business friends that I have met and worked with and had um, this year. Um, I have another group in Port Macquarie speaking of, of which we kind of call ourselves different names all the time but but it's just a group of fellow business minds and we've been getting together for now three years, I think monthly. And um, we have such a good time. We've got a like a WhatsApp group, like I do with a lot of my business networks, but we have, we go out to lunch once a month and just, we are so, yeah, it's, it's such a great group to ask questions, run ideas past. Um, we've become really, really good friends as well. They're a fantastic network of, of people. So, I really am very, very fortunate to have been surrounded by such amazing people in business this year. Um, so I'm grateful for that as as well. I'm grateful to you um for showing up and listening to this podcast. Um, I really feel very honoured that people take the time to to listen, and I hope that this podcast has brought you, lots of tips and has been helpful for you in your small business. Um, There's probably stuff that I've missed that's happened this year, but um, I'm sure I've got the the majority of it. I hope you have an awesome summer, an awesome Christmas, and look, who knows what's happening next year, but, you know, I hope you're a more resilient and... um, a more prepared person that that even if it's not the most perfect year in 2022 you're in a much better position to survive it. Merry Christmas and I can't wait to get back in January and um, start delivering you more marketing goodness. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing show. And remember, if you want a list of 50 high-impact marketing activities that you can easily implement on a small budget, head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.